0: Hi, this is Greg. I'm the dad from the podcast you're about to listen to. I just wanted to give a little warning before you jump into this episode. We've been coping with the death of a beloved family member for some time now. It comes up on our walk to the park today. This show is spontaneous, totally unscripted. The topics follow whatever maybe or I feel like discussing in the moment. And today, we had something a little more serious on our minds. We don't dwell on the issue very long, but it's there. And in case you'd rather not hear it, this is your heads up. If you do decide to skip this one, then that's okay. We're glad you stopped by, and we look forward to seeing you in the next episode. If, on the other hand, you've decided to stick around, then we hope you enjoy today's show. And without further ado... Welcome to the Conversations with My Kid podcast. Real kid, real dad, real walk, real talk, real funny. And now, let's see what's going on today.
1: Ready for a walk?
2: I thought I got the hang of whistling.
1: Thought so. Yeah. Maybe you're getting it.
2: We're going to the park, remember?
1: Yep. That's what I meant. All right, mom. We'll be back in a bit.
2: Bye, bye, mom.
1: We'll call you when we're on our way home. All right, girls.
2: Practicing whistling is hard, but I sure got are the. Are we riding a
1: bike, bike or are we riding bike? a stroller? Bye. Bike. That's fine with me. We'll ride the bike.
2: Trike bike.
1: Let's see, speaking of which, I came over here. No, I didn't modify the bike. I just moved the helmet. Oh, listen to the yard work going on. Pretty cool. Come on over, Indy. Let's get you on your bike. Everybody wants to rule the world. Did that get the garage door? Nope. Boom, boom. There we go, okay. Andy, let's get you in. Come on. Into your bike. And ready, jump! Our big feet
0: down into those spots. Boom. Okay, let me get the strappy strappy dap here. Ah, Wow, that really hides back there. Got it.
1: Okay. Maybe you're trying to whistle? Yeah. Still practicing?
2: Because I actually did whistle. I actually did whistle a couple minutes ago.
1: I think I'm gonna pause this song here. Okay, there we go. Tears for Fears. Ooh, good song. right. I
2: whistled a couple minutes ago.
1: I heard you. It's too bad we weren't recording it, huh?
2: yeah. If we recorded me whistling, then anybody who watched it would be glad that I learned how to whistle, finally.
1: Probably, yeah.
2: I finally learned how to whistle.
1: Well, it's going to be a big year. You'll probably learn how to swim, probably learn how to ride a bike, might learn how to whistle.
2: I just did whistle a couple minutes ago.
1: Yeah, you did. That's true. But I would say you learn to do something when you can do it anytime you want. That's that's when you've learned it. Almost. So today hey. we're not walking to the school, today we're walking to the park, right? Yep. And we'll play around for a bit? Yeah. It'll be fun.
2: And I'll do the monkey bars.
1: Oh, you're gonna do, have you done those monkey bars before? Nope. This will be the first day? Yep. I know you did the monkey bars over at Pikes Peak Park.
2: It'll be the first day I try to do those monkey bars myself.
1: But now you're gonna do them at the community center park here? Yep. Ooh. I'm not afraid. You're not afraid? That usually means you are afraid a little bit, if you say that you're not afraid. Or maybe you're not afraid, I don't know. Are
2: you? at all.
1: Oh wow! Well, that's impressive. See, usually if I say something like that, I probably mean the opposite a little bit, because I say I'm not afraid to make myself feel less afraid, because mm-hmm. I am a little bit afraid.
2: I'm not really afraid of that.
1: That's how I help myself get over my fear of needles. I used to tell myself I'm not afraid, and then after a while, it sort of became true.
2: Mhm. It came true with my fear of dark toe
1: with your fear of dark Mm -hmm. you kept telling yourself you're not afraid yeah yeah we went walking in the dark last night Mm -hmm. it was kind of dark
2: yeah i got really i just get a little scared when it's dark but i'm not too scared when it's dark anymore
1: yeah that's pretty good so what'd you learn this morning you're reading out of that nature book me yeah
2: I learned that polar bears live in tundras.
1: Polar bears live in tundras? Yeah, they do. Ooh.
2: I thought they just lived in the Arctic. Not in tundras.
1: Well, the Arctic up there is a tundra.
2: I didn't know it was called a tundra.
1: Yeah, the tundra can lead out onto sea ice. You know, it's interesting, they have a designation for the tundra, like types of land, but land creatures live on sea ice, but they don't have a designation for that other than to just call it sea ice, or maybe they do. I don't know. But I would think that might be an important. Polar bears'
2: icy homes are melting.
1: They are. They melt every year too. Yeah, they do. The sea ice, the mm-hmm. sea ice melts and goes and retreats uh, up to the north and sometimes mm-hmm. disappears completely. Polar bears can't come forever. No, they can't. No, they definitely can't. If there's too much uh, water, they're going to drown. Or if they can't find any land or sea ice to get on. That's true.
2: I actually don't have to learn that.
1: Looks like there's somebody standing up on the top of Beacon Hill. Look, on the rock. Oh, they just ducked down. See on the rock next to the cross? Mm-hmm. There's someone right up there. Oh, nope, I don't see him anymore. Pretty cool. Somebody's up there this early in the morning. Mm? We still haven't walked up there yet.
2: Yeah. I could probably climb up there though.
1: Uh, you think you could run up there? Run? I don't know.
2: I can't run. But I could climb.
1: Oh, climb? We wouldn't need to climb. We can just walk up Beacon Hill.
2: No, I need to climb.
1: Oh, you need to climb?
2: Yeah, I need to climb. Why? I need to climb on the rocks because because I usually fall with steep walks.
1: Oh, well, if you go right up the side from the gas station, yeah, you, it's it's kind of steep. Maybe I need to climb. Maybe 30 degrees, maybe 30, 35, 45 30. degrees in some places. But if you go from the side by the two churches, see, look how it's not steep at all. And there's a trail, there's a path you can walk up that leads right up there.
2: Yeah, but I probably need to climb. It would be hard for me to walk that far.
1: Yeah, Beacon Hill is that hill at the end of our neighborhood next to, actually there's three churches there, aren't there? There's the...
2: That's about five kilometers.
1: It's about five kilometers. Oh, there's that person on top again, look. See on the rock? Yeah. You see the person standing there? By the cross? Mm Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah, they say during the 40s, that used to be an actual aircraft navigation beacon. And this used to be where they'd send soldiers from the Pacific Theater, or troops from the Pacific Theater, they'd send them back here to the big hospital for rehabilitation. Why? Well, because at the time there were a lot of people getting hurt in the war, so we needed places to help them heal up and get better. And Norfolk, so that was
2: a really long time ago.
1: Well, in the 1940s, so 70, 75, 79 years ago, right in there.
2: And you Norco weren't. Had, Norco that, had a
1: good hot springs and had and the lake. And I was not
2: even alive. What was that? And I wasn't alive.
1: You weren't alive? I wasn't alive.
2: Yeah, that was a while ago.
1: No, the people, the people who remember that time are very old now. They're not gonna be with us forever. Mm-hmm.
2: They're going to be with us for like one more day.
1: <laughs> Maybe a little longer than that. Or two. We hope. We hope they'll be with us for a very long time and have happy lives. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows how long they have. It's kind of, well, not many people anyway. It's kind of part of being alive. Mhm. Whoa, they have a lot of chairs in their front yard. Yeah. They have like a little patio with all these, all these chairs. And they have those, like, scarecrow dolls. I thought they were people sitting in those chairs. (laughs) Kind of creepy.
2: (sighs) Dying is part of the life cycle. It is. And it's a really sad part of the life cycle.
1: It can be. We definitely don't like, like, when Uncle Nick passed away. That made us really sad, huh? Mm
2: Mm-hmm. I'm still sad about it.
1: I know, you still mention it every now and then. Yeah?
2: That was all the way back when I was five.
1: I think you might have been four.
2: Yeah. That was back when I was young.
1: You were very young, because Indy was still in the car seat.
2: And the baby car seat?
1: Yep. So you're going to do the monkey bars at the park, huh?
2: Yeah, I'm going to try. Face my fear.
1: Face those fears. Do you think Kaysen is doing monkey bars now? Yeah, he is. He is?
2: He's doing monkey bars that are short to the ground.
1: He's pretty fearless. Oh, look. It's Uncle Miat and Sam. There they go. Did you wave?
2: Yeah. I did
1: they're driving up to the house. I did wife. So Kaysen's already doing monkey bars. Yeah, he's, he's pretty unafraid of falling off things or being hurt. Oh, look, there's a cat stalking us. Look at that giant jungle cat. Do you see it? Resting under those palm trees, so perfectly camouflaged. He's going to pounce.
2: It's not real.
1: No, it's a cat. It's a cute cat with a red bell. A red collar and a gold bell.
2: <laughs> I knew it wasn't I knew it wasn't a real jungle cat.
1: Well, I don't think I'd walk a straight at a real jungle cat.
2: What would jungle cats be doing all the way out here, Dad? You know we'd have to help them. they'd be lost.
1: I would say that you shouldn't expect to see a jungle cat here. however, we do have mountain lions. mm-hmm. So it is important to be with adults. You don't want to be out by yourself or or in groups. um, Or in a group of people might be okay. Uh, And there could be jungle cats out here. And here's the reason. Because sometimes people like to have exotic pets.
2: Really? Yeah.
1: And so they, they go and they get animals that they think are cute when they're babies. And they hang on to them until they're too big to take care of. And then sometimes something happens to the people or the animals get out or they just let the animal go and so you end up with a weird situation where there's like a tiger or some a kind of leopard. exotic bear or yeah a leopard that's loose in the hillsides now there probably aren't any that's really unlikely yeah. but it happens so
2: i don't like baby leopards
1: you don't like baby leopards really there aren't many baby animals that are cute i mean they bite
2: yes so baby babies. every animal bites
1: I, I would think most animals do, yeah. That's probably true.
2: Even humans bite.
1: Even humans bite?
2: Mm-hmm. Baby humans, humans bite.
1: definitely bite. Yeah.
2: Yeah, every baby animal will bite eventually. Probably. The best, The best way to keep
1: from getting bit is to keep your hands away from their mouth.
2: Or their head.
1: Or their head, yeah. Just don't, don't get within biting distance. That's why animals best observed in the wild and their natural habitats. All right, well, we're here. Let's get
0: in the... Looks like that's it for now. We're real glad you stopped by. If you want to support this show, please like, share, subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Also, feel free to visit us at cwmk.podbean.com. And thank you so much for stopping by. We hope you'll join us again for more... Conversations with My Kid.